0: is the Real Health Podcast brought to you by Reardon Clinic. Our mission is to bring you the latest information and top experts in functional and integrative medicine to help you make informed decisions on your path to real health.
1: Well, welcome everyone. This is Dr. Ron hunting I'm the Chief Medical Officer at the Reardon Clinic, and I'm pleased to have Dr. Dustin Moffat, who's our doctor up at the Hayes Reardon Clinic satellite, and we're here today to talk about uh, the underpinnings of uh, of a new phenomenon, which may not be that new, called uh, long haul COVID. So this uh, this is evidently a situation where someone who has had the COVID infection they recover, but uh, they are uh, they are hit with a number of Chronic symptoms. So, uh, Dr. Mava, what kind of symptoms do you encounter, or what have you read or heard about that uh, characterizes this long haul COVID, or some people just call it long COVID?
2: Uh, Probably the two most common that I see are going to be fatigue or long lasting shortness of breath. Um, Some occasionally I've seen some palpitations come up, which is like the heart skipping a beat. Um, We've seen joint pain but these are all pretty typical things that can happen with almost any long-term type of illness. I think
1: people also have trouble with their digestive system, some like irritable bowel type things. Uh, They have uh, fogginess. Their memory is not as good. Uh, They can have uh, sleep disruption and and some psychiatric type things like uh, anxiety and depression that they had never had before. So it's it's uh, a bit scary for the general public when they think about you know obviously the COVID infection itself is bad enough and the the danger of actually dying there's so many people dying but then even people that recover they've got a uh, a long haul ahead of them in terms of trying to uh, get over this and so what we wanted to talk about today uh, is uh, a little bit about how the Reardon Clinic uh, deals with uh, any kind of post-infectious disease uh, syndrome. And so I think, don't you pretty much recognize that uh, there's a number of post-infectious disease syndromes? What sort of things
2: have you encountered in your practice, Dr. Moffat? Two most common would probably be uh, chronic Epstein-Barr virus, which is after a mono infection. Um, Chronic Lyme disease, those are probably to the most common that we would see here in this clinic. Uh, a lot
1: of the fibromyalgia patients that I've seen uh, will report that it started after the flu or after some more serious
2: uh, infection. So, so what, what is it about, go ahead. That pairs greatly with what you were saying with the, the gut uh, earlier. I would say a very large majority of my fibromyalgia patients improve just by addressing the gut health almost alone. Now, granted, there's always always outliers, um, but the the gut is a huge proponent of our immune system. Wow. What are the studies saying? Up to about eighty percent of our immune system cells are are made straight in the the gut. Well, what I'm
1: reading is that there are now people uh, having the the long haul COVID, and they're looking for help. And uh, what's happening is uh, a lot of doctors have not encountered this before, and so. The tendency is to treat the symptoms uh pain medicine for the aches and pains uh spasmodics for the irritable bowel, antidepressants for the depression. There really is not a good medicine for chronic fatigue so what what do you think uh, Reardon Clinic has to offer these people, and uh, do you think it ties into how we've approached people in the past?
2: It does so. I don't know that this chronic illness would be much different than an approach uh, that we look at all of our chronic illnesses. So we can take a step back and say, okay, what's going on? Are there a lot of lifestyle factors that are coming into play? Like uh, they live a very stressful life and then obviously being in a time of a stressed economy and a new pandemic going on, is that contributing to depression or anxiety? Um, Or is it the stress that made their hormones tank that now they're having extreme anxiety? Um, are they entering time of perimenopause, uh, or so? Everything compounds up, but then taking the setback of chronic illness. Let's say we we have all these essential nutrients in our body that make our cells function, and in times of chronic illness, we'll see a rapid depletion of. Who knows what nutrient, but that's where testing comes into play. Well,
1: you know, and also the the, the strange phenomenon of people losing their smell and their taste, that could be a sudden drop in their their maybe meager zinc reserves. A lot of people are running low in zinc. And so this is an an illustration of one of the nutrients that could be going low. Mm
2: -hmm. Or just even a simple uh, offsetting of some of the electrolytes in the body. Uh, The the nerve is a conductor and without an electrical charge to transmit, it's not going to be balanced and not be able to receive the messages of smell.
0: (laughs) There's a lot more to this conversation and it's coming up right after a quick break. Today's podcast is brought to you by Live On Labs, makers of liposomal vitamins and supplements. Livon uses a liposomal encapsulation technology to protect nutrients from destruction in the digestive system. This allows for more efficient delivery of essential vitamins and nutrients. Choose from various supplements that support health and well-being, such as lipospheric vitamin C, magnesium, glutathione, and more. To learn more, visit Livon Labs. That's Livonlabs.com.
1: Plus people, when they're sick, ser- seriously ill, the tendency of standard medicine is to use antibiotics, you know, when they're, especially if there's a fever, uh, and even if you don't know what the infecting agent is, even if it's, it's thought to be a virus, the idea is take an antibiotic to prevent co-infections, but that could also disrupt the the, gout, the bowel flora even further uh, in this situation.
2: Well, and, and that kind of goes with COVID currently. I mean, they've been using azithromycin and doxycycline and seeing some results by shortening COVID, but now they're, they're making those symptoms go away short-term, but long-term, what is that going to do? Um, we know that one round of antibiotics can take the gut biome, the bacteria that are in there, up to about two years to reestablish itself from one simple round of antibiotics. Um, now. To, to go back to the azithromycin and doxycycline, the the speculated reason of how it's helping with COVID is that it reduces overall inflammatory load driven by other potentially co-infections, as you were saying. Um, and that that's part of our testing. Oftentimes, we'll look at underlying inflammatory markers. Um, there are tons of different ones that can be ran. We tend to run certain sets. And then if those come back positive, we'll look for other reasons of Uh, why that inflammation in the body is elevated.
1: Many of these patients uh, probably were immune compromised to begin with, with either chronic diabetes or uh, they may, like you said, serious stress, uh, sleep disorders, obesity, lack of activity, lack of sunshine, low vitamin D. All these things are root causes that they got by with uh, when life was Fairly level, but when they get hit with one of these serious infections, especially COVID, uh, all of these uh, these deficiencies, in a sense, gang up on that person and make them a, a, a sitting duck for uh,
2: turning in, turning an acute in problem
1: into a chronic problem.
2: I agree, and a lot of the hospitalization studies are coming out with COVID related deaths. Um, they're showing that just vitamin D status alone being low has a very high correlation with death percentages, and then just by improving the serum status of vitamin B by only ten points, that death rate dropped by almost twenty percent. Yeah. Well, Dr. Reardon,
1: who was the founder of the Reardon Clinic, was big on measurement. He basically says, unless you measure something, you can't manage it. And so, uh, so what what would be some of the tests that we would do here at Reardon Clinic that would help elucidate the underlying causes of this uh, long-haul COVID or any other chronic infectious problem?
2: That's really where our Real Health Panel could step in uh, as we look at almost every metabolic marker that's needed. Um, It looks at vitamins, minerals, uh, amino acids. We have a lot of inflammatory driving agents on there, some specific uh, anti-inflammatory measurements. Of course, vitamin C is going to be on there. Um, It seems to be universal treatment for many conditions, uh, or at least conjunctive treatment. Um, And then from there, we can potentially, let's say that COVID led to gut symptoms, we can look at doing stool analyses. um, If they have chronic illness even before this started, but COVID just seemed to compound on that, we could start looking at other co-infections that could be going on or environmental status like chemical or heavy metal toxicity. Uh, any any of them that I've kind of missed that you would run? Those are probably
1: the main ones. Uh, I was wondering, I know people who are listening in, they'll say, well, great, this, let's get all those things measured. But is there anything we can do acutely?
2: What can we do right away that can help people start to feel better? Start eating a, a good, well-rounded diet that's going to nutrify your body move your body, get some exercise or movement of some sort, make sure you're getting adequate sleep, manage stress. Um, And then there are certain nutrients that you can be taking. Vitamin D we know is probably one of the best in vitamin C. Um, There are others that can be. We we have our immune support protocol posted on our website, ReardonClinic.org. You can always look towards that.
1: And even though we can't say that intravenous vitamin C is a specific treatment uh for covid what we do know that every creature when it's stressed or injured or fatigued it uh it will start making more vitamin c on its own but we can't do that as humans we can take more but the gut can be somewhat of a limitation but uh using intravenous vitamin c in these higher doses is very well tolerated and can provide some quick relief of of a scurvy like syndrome you know it's interesting if you just look at scurvy A lot of the the fatigue, the the poor healing, the inflammation, all that could just be related to scurvy alone, magnesium deficiency, which is another component of the Reardon IVC protocol. So these are all things that that I think we have to offer patients. And we sure invite people to check with uh, Dr. Moffat up in Hayes. Uh, We have a a free uh, uh, contact time. You can find it on our uh, on our website to call in and discuss this with us. So, what any last words here, Dr. Moffat, that uh, can give patients a sense of encouragement about this long haul COVID?
2: With any chronic illness, don't ever lose hope. There, there's always hope out there somewhere, um, and we're here to help any way we can.
1: All right, very good. Thank you so much, and thank you everyone for listening in. This is Dr. Ron Hunting Hockey for the Reardon Clinic. Uh, signing off for now
0: thank you for listening to the real health podcast if you enjoy this episode be sure to subscribe and leave us a review you can also find all of the episodes and show notes over at realhealthpodcast.org also be sure to visit reardonclinic.org where you will find hundreds of videos and articles to help you create your own version of real health